Section 3. Assist the Souls in Purgatory. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Part 3. Means of Assisting the Poor Souls. Our Holy Mother, the Church, holds out such manifold and powerful means of assisting the souls in purgatory that none of her children can plead inability to help them, no matter in what circumstances they may be placed. If done for the love of Jesus, and with good intention, the least good work aids the poor souls. Our Divine Savior revealed this to St. Gertrude, saying, As a usurer will not permit a single opportunity to escape of earning a penny, much less will I let even a movement of your little finger, made for love of me, be lost, but will apply it for my honor and your salvation. My tenderness will accept a step made, a straw picked up from the ground, a word, a greeting, a short memento for the dead, prayer for the sinners, or for the just, if only the good intention to apply the satisfactory value to the poor souls is attached thereto. Some of the rich treasures at our disposal for aiding the poor souls are the following. Number 1. The Holy Sacrifice of the Mass the most powerful means to secure release of the poor souls from purgatory is the holy sacrifice of the mass this was solemnly declared by the council of trent and its twenty-fifth session the followers of the church likewise speak in the most glowing terms of this consoling truth the holy doctors st gregory and st jerome maintain that the souls for whom a holy mass is being said or for whom the priest makes a memento experience no pain during the time of the sacrifice Holy Mass is the unbloody sacrifice of the body and blood of Jesus Christ, offered to God for the living and the dead through the ministry of his priests. As once on the cross, so now on the altar, the precious blood pleads for mercy and forgiveness. After the consecration, the priest, in the name of the divine victim, prays for the departed members of the church. For this reason, Holy Mass is a most efficacious means wherewith one may help the poor souls, either by having it offered up to them or by assisting at its celebration. Great refreshment is given to the suffering souls if, after the consecration, the precious blood in the chalice is offered in their behalf. The efficacy of Holy Mass for the poor souls is proved by many incidents such as the following. Blessed Henry Rassuso and one of his brothers in religion agreed that whichever of the two survived should, upon hearing of the death of the other, offer several Holy Masses for the soul of the departed. A few years later, Blessed Henry received notice that his friend had died. However, as he still had many mass intentions on hand, he thought it unnecessary to fulfill the assumed obligation immediately, but fasted and prayed much and performed other works of penance for the soul of his departed friend. After a few days, the deceased appeared to him in the most pitiful condition and rebuked him for not keeping his promise. Suso sought to justify himself by saying he had prayed much and fasted severely for the soul of the departed but the friend answered your good works are too feeble to free me from these torments only the blood of jesus christ in holy mass is capable of that if you had offered the promised holy masses i would already be released from the fiery prison but now i must burn through your fault blessed henry then offered the holy masses whereupon his friend appeared to him a second time announcing that he is now released and happy in heaven amid the angels and saints and that he would not cease to intercede for him before the throne of god numberless persons have been aided in their own necessities by having masses said for the souls in purgatory assisting at mass for the poor souls 
is likewise the source of many graces for the living could the faithful upon the earth but witness the consolation joy and refreshment of the holy souls during the time of holy mass is offered for them they would be most zealous in having the adorable sacrifice offered for them and in assisting thereat for their benefit number two holy communion the offering of holy communion for the suffering souls is also very beneficial to them after the holy sacrifice of the mass holy communion is the most sublime act of religion and one which most glorifies god on account of the sentiments of humility contrition and love it excites in the soul it becomes one of the most salutary of satisfactory works this satisfactory merit may be applied to the poor souls after holy communion when the divine saviour is the guest of our soul he is truly our possession with all his infinite merits and perfections can the heavenly father refuse our petition if we offer him this precious treasure and implore him in return to grant relief to suffering souls and to release them from purgatory the precious moments after holy communion are likewise the most opportune wherein to petition favors from our lord himself and to improve his pardon for them the saintly and the learned benedictine abbot lewis Blosius, an acknowledged master of the spiritual life relates an incident which demonstrates the efficacy of offering holy communion for the relief of the poor souls a person whom Blosius knew intimately was favored with an apparition of his departed friend enveloped in flames the deceased made known that he was deprived of the beatific vision of god for having received holy communion without due preparation and that he was immersed in burning flames for having approached the eucharistic table with culpable timidity he besought his friend to communicate once with devout preparation and great fervor for spirit as a suffrage for him the friend complied with this request and later saw the soul of the deceased person joyously ascend to heaven number three indulgences a further powerful means of assisting the souls in purgatory is the gaining of indulgences in their behalf an indulgence as we know is a remission of all or a part of the temporal punishment due to sin after the sin has been forgiven it is gained by the performance of some good work prescribed by the church in consideration of which the church draws an atoning value from the treasury of the merits and atoning works of jesus christ and the saints innumerable prayers and good works have indulgences attached and nearly all are applicable to the poor souls by gaining the indulgence and applying it to the poor souls we can help them to pay what they still owe to divine justice and thus hasten their departure from that place from which they cannot be released until the last farthing is paid we must remember however that indulgences can be gained only by those who are in the state of grace our lord revealed to st mary magdalene de pazzi after the death of one of her sisters that the soul of the deceased had been detained in purgatory only fifteen hours because during life she had been zealous in gaining and offering indulgences for the dead number four prayer prayer has been called by st augustine the key of heaven certainly it is one of the indispensable means for attaining salvation we are bound to pray during this earthly life if we wish to one day to enjoy the bliss of heaven fervent and submissive prayer penetrates the clouds and moves the heart of god to mercy now if god is pleased to hear and answer our prayers when we petition for ourselves even for transitory goods how much more will he hear and answer our prayers when we pray for those souls whom he ardently loves 
and who are destined for and certain of enjoying with him eternal bliss and glory in his heavenly kingdom thomas a kempis very aptly remarks therefore let us pray for our dear departed ones whom we shall follow a short time that hereafter they may remember us in our distress and sufferings but let us always pray with the fervent devotion and attention and saint cyril exhorts all let us pray for the departed for thereby we procure for them much alleviation god in his wisdom and goodness does not grant what we ask for in prayer when he sees that it would be harmful to our salvation but when we implore help for the poor souls we promote both the honor of god and the good of our neighbor's soul we may therefore confidently expect that god will always hear our prayers in their behalf there is no means which god has given us to impart assistance to the poor souls which can employ so frequently and so easily as prayer at all times in all places even amid the abundance of work we can pray and implore god for the release of the poor souls suffering so dreadfully in purgatory prayer for the departed is urged by holy scripture in the words it is therefore a holy and wholesome thought to pray for the dead and they may be loosed from their sins let it be our firm purpose generously to make use of this easy means of bringing consolation to the poor souls number five ejaculations the practice of offering ejaculatory prayers for the poor souls is greatly to be commended particularly such as are enriched with indulgences a short but fervent prayer is often a greater benefit to the poor souls than a prolonged form of devotion which is waiting in attention innumerable are the short ejaculatory prayers to which the church has granted indulgences all of which are applicable to the poor souls we must however form the intention of applying them to the souls of the departed and it is well to renew this intention frequently how easily we can multiply these little fiery darts of prayer during the day as we go from task to task and even while your hands are busy with some occupation it is not even necessary for us to move our lips so that no one needs to be aware of our praying how many souls could we not relieve or release from purgatory if frequently during the day we offered this short indulgenced prayer of the church for the departed eternal rest give unto them o lord and let perpetual light shine upon them may they rest in peace amen if we repeat the fervent devotion the holy names of jesus mary and joseph an indulgence of seven years may be gained each time o let us begin to-day to make fervent use of such ejaculations that we may truly become angels of consolation for the suffering souls number six the rosary another most efficacious prayer for the faithful departed is the rosary the blessed virgin herself assures us through saint dominic that the release of the souls in purgatory is one of the chief effects of the rosary the rosary is more precious by far to the poor souls than silver and gold are in the eyes of the worldlings they love this prayer because it is urgent supplication to their most powerful mediatrix the mother of god which may not easily be denied in a single rosary the pleading petition pray for us is repeated fifty times in this instance it means pray for the poor souls so impetuous so manifold a petition mary the clement virgin surely cannot refuse moreover 
the numerous indulgences with which the rosary is enriched are a most efficacious means of cancelling the indebtedness of the poor souls and of hastening their release from the fiery prison of purgatory so generously have the popes endowed the rosary with indulgences that one might almost say there is no prayer which can more effectively aid the poor souls blessed alanus relates to many members of the dominican order testified under oath to having received visits from the souls in purgatory during the recitation of the rosary the holy souls appeared bearing the sign of the cross on their foreheads thanked their benefactors and asked them to continue their prayers repeatedly these holy souls made known that with the exception of the holy mass and holy communion there is no more powerful means of releasing souls from purgatory than the rosary and that a great number are delivered by it every day in addition to the indulgences which may be gained by the rosary prayer itself innumerable indulgences both plenary and partial may be gained by becoming a member of the arch confraternity of the holy rosary this arch confraternity the foundations of which were laid by st dominic himself is the oldest and largest in the world and has been approved and recommended by at least thirty-four popes father faber says the arch confraternity of the holy rosary can well be called the queen of indulgenced devotions number seven the way of the cross yet another most powerful and at the same time easily available means of helping the poor souls and acquiring merit for ourselves is to pray the stations or the way of the cross nothing is more pleasing to our lord than devout meditation on his bitter sufferings many teachers of the spiritual life assure us that more benefit is derived through loving meditation on the sufferings of our lord than by the practice of rigorous penances and the recitation of long prayers moreover contemplating our lord in his bitter sufferings is the best means to fill us with contrition for sin and incite us to the practice of penance and mortification the atoning merit which we thus acquire may be applied to the poor souls and will without doubt afford them great relief in their pain because of the rich indulgences which holy church has attached to this devotion it is a source of special aid and affords great consolation to the poor souls we read in the life of the venerable mary of antiquia that a nun of her convent appeared to her after death and complained why is it that you do not perform for me and for other suffering souls the devotion of the stations of the cross the servant of god stood speechless at these words then she heard jesus say to her the devotion of the stations of the cross is so profitable to the souls in purgatory that this soul has come to demand it of you in the name of all it is most efficacious suffrage for the souls in purgatory who on their part will be so many protectors standing and praying for you and defending your cause before my justice number eight works of expiation the church has at all times recommended works of mortification and self-denial and the saints have always had recourse thereto as the best means of obtaining special graces from god although great works of penance and mortification are not expected of us surely we can all occasionally deny ourselves some favorite dish or some amusement mortify our eyes ears and tongue curb our self-will or bear patiently the inconveniences of sickness of heat or cold or the trials god sends us and offer the merit of expiation thus acquired for the relief of the suffering souls the fasts and abstinences prescribed by the church are also a salutary form of penance which may be offered up for the souls in purgatory doubtless many souls are suffering there because during their life they were slothful self-indulgent idle gluttonous insubmissive 
etc by becoming more industrious at work firmer in resisting temptations more mortified in our senses more generous in giving we can repair their neglect by doing what they should have done and can really pay the debt which they owe to divine justice such charity lovingly bestowed on the souls of the faithful departed will obtain for them great alleviation in their sufferings and will at the same time call down rich blessings upon the giver number nine almsgiving one of the most perfect works of expiation and one which is highly extolled and most earnestly recommended in holy scripture is the giving of alms we read in ecclesiastics water quenches a flaming fire and alms resisteth sin that is the punishment still due to sin another passage says stretch out thy hand to the poor that thy expiation and thy blessing may be perfected whereby the holy ghost intimates that without almsgiving there is no perfect expiation st thomas does not hesitate to attribute more expiatory power to almsgiving than to prayer many departed souls have petitioned those to whom they appeared to give alms in their behalf at all times devout persons have been solicitous to give alms for the consolation of the poor souls a poor soul once appeared to st margaret of cortona and said oh if men knew from what torments they deliver the suffering souls when they were generous to those in need and what a treasure they thereby lay up for themselves they would distribute all they possess to the poor let us not forget however what st gregory says that god does not consider so much the amount of given as the heart of the giver charity alone renders a deed great in the eyes of god if some important matter causes us anxiety let us give alms for the poor souls and implore them to intercede for us pope leo the eighth recommended that giving of alms especially for missions and complained in the encyclical that the apostolic missions were in most distressing circumstances god has raised up pious men in every age who trusting in divine providence have gathered about them young men to educate them as priests and missionaries oh let us give them alms for the consolation of the suffering souls the renowned cardinal manning said among all god-pleasing works the most excellent is the educating of a priest that divine instrument for a multitude of souls many religious orders have founded institutions in heathen lands and have thereby rescued hundreds of children from temporal and eternal ruin they too in their poverty expect alms from their christian brethren at home the children thus rescued pray much for their benefactors how efficacious are such prayers and the prayers of the poor the holy ghost assures us expressly the lord hath heard the poor and hath not despised his prisoners another form of almsgiving which assuredly is highly pleasing to the divine heart of jesus is that which has for its object the maintenance of his eucharistic sanctuaries his earthly courts where perpetual adorers are ever in attendance rendering to him a solemn homage of praise adoration atonement and love in such sanctuaries of perpetual adoration and adorers pay a kingly homage to jesus hidden in the sacred host but they likewise assume the office of mediators in behalf of mankind by their unceasing prayers offered for the living and the deceased and what is more fitting than the certain souls be set apart to fulfil just this purpose to relinquish every other duty in order to devote themselves exclusively to a life of prayer to send up supplications day and night to god's throne of mercy on behalf of the members of the church suffering and the church militant end of section three